Thank you, Mike. Uh, great to everybody here and all those watching online. Just wanted to explain why I'm standing um, with half of my body underwater and why others will be doing that with me. <clears throat> this is, um, we believe in what is called believer's baptism. In the New Testament, talks about a sequence that was followed of people believed and then they were baptized and then they became regularly participated, became members of the church. But that, that sequence of believe and baptized is important because I think in Romans chapter 6 where it talks about the visual of baptism, it talks about we were baptized um, as an expression or are baptized as an expression, an outward expression of an inner reality. That we are individuals this morning that are being baptized are those that have personally embraced Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of their lives and they are not becoming Christians this morning by being baptized. They are rather publicly proclaiming that they have, by faith, accepted Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. And that inner reality is one they're visualizing this morning. Now, they're visualizing it by their testimony, as you'll hear in the video as each of them speaks. But they're also testifying by their action. And the statement that I'm going to make as I baptize them... I'm going to make these, this statement. I'm, saying, I'm going to say, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then I'm going to make this statement. As I put them below the water, I'm going to say, in the likeness of his death, and bringing them up, I'm going to say, in the likeness of his resurrection. I do that intentionally because that is what baptism is picturing. We died to an old way of life where we were the Lord and Master. We were on the throne of our lives and we, in our relationship to Christ, have risen to a new way of life where Jesus is now Lord. Doesn't mean we don't ever screw up or sin, but what it does mean is the trajectory of our life has been changed. Before, the trajectory of our life was we were on the throne. When we've embraced Christ as Savior, we've died to that old trajectory, been raised to a new where Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior of our lives. So as these eight individuals come, uh, and you're going to hear brief testimonies of them by the video, um, you will hear me say that in the likeness of his death, in the likeness of his resurrection. Just wanted you to know what that was all about. First person that's going to be baptized this morning, uh, and, the, and the good news, um, if you're beginning to feel, wow, there's a lot of testimonies, there's eight different people, there's, a, there's no sermon this morning, so this is... <laughs> Stop clapping. Ushers. Okay. Ryan Anderson's going to join me. This is nice. Yeah, it is warm. It is so it is warm. warm. All right. It feels really good. Uh, Ryan, have you received Jesus Christ as your Savior? Yes, I have. Okay. We're going to hear about it. Hey, I'm Ryan, and I'm here to share my baptism story with you. Um, I was born and raised in a Christian home. Church involvement and Sunday services were a big part of my life as a child and throughout my teen years. Um, I grew up in a home where I had to be deathly ill or no longer on planet Earth to miss Sunday service. Um, but I'm so blessed and thankful to have grown up in a home um, where my parents set an example for me as followers of Christ and continue to still recognize him as the center of their life and of my life. 
Um, I received Jesus as my Savior and Lord of my life on September 25th, 2013 at a high school retreat through my school. Um, going into that retreat, I knew who Jesus was and what he had done for me on the cross, but I never really took it to a personal level. Um, I was definitely complacent and honestly pretty reliant on myself. I didn't really need God. Um, I had all that I thought I needed at the time. Um, but I don't remember what the speaker actually said, um, but I do remember the song that was played throughout the conference, almost like a theme song. It's called Completely Done by Sovereign Grace Music, which quotes 2 Corinthians 5.17, which says that if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone, the new is here. And convicted of my pride and my sin and my shame, I gave everything to Christ. Um, I knew that I couldn't stand before God as righteous and definitely not holy. I knew that I needed Jesus. So I fell on my knees during that worship song and I didn't say a word. I cried like a baby. I felt the weight of who I was as a sinner, but in that very same moment, I felt the release of all of my burdens. I was a freshman in high school at the time, and afterwards I spent some time hanging with a senior who what, we were just kind of talking about what happened during that worship song. Um, and after hanging with him, I decided to verbally pray um, to Jesus and repeat what had happened in my heart uh, several moments ago, that I knew that I was a sinner and that I needed a savior. As Pastor Mark says a lot, I knew that my report card wasn't good enough, but I knew that Jesus was filled with abundant grace and that he loved me all the more. Uh, and he desired my heart. He had redeemed me and I knew that he died for me and that he didn't just die, he rose again from that grave, defeating death and defeating my sin. All that I had to do was receive the free gift that he already gave me. Um, so I received the Lord that day. But more recently, about a year ago, uh, I went through a really, really hard season of anxiety and some depression. Um, back around kind of when COVID started in March, I learned how anxiety radically changes you and how you view the world um, and how it can almost feel crippling. I had, a, I had a really, really hard time seeing Jesus and even relying on him. And I felt at times he wasn't really there and that was really challenging for my faith. Um, but I continued to try to diligently read the word and spend time abiding with him even when I felt like he wasn't there, I knew that he was the only option that I had when anxiety was at its highest moments. Um, sometimes it was really challenging and I was waiting for those life-changing moments where you read a verse and all of your thoughts and problems vanish in thin air. Um, but I can definitely say that I didn't really experience that in most moments. But what I did find was just the consistency in going back to his word spending time with him in prayer, meditating on, on certain verses and phrases that he says. Um, one thing that really stuck with me and that my mom told me one night is Philippians 4, 6, and 7, which says, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And after a couple of crazy life-altering months, my fiance and I lead junior high youth group 
alongside of Mike and Jared, where I am now pursuing a career in ministry. So why do I want to get baptized? I feel like I should have been baptized a while ago, but baptism is an outward symbol of an inward reality in my heart. And I want to share that with you all today, that Jesus Christ is my joy and my strength, my delight, and most importantly, he is my savior. Ryan, is it your desire to publicly proclaim a relationship to Christ by being baptized? Yes, it is. Ryan, it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, in the likeness of his death. Jill Buck is going to join us. Jill, have you received Jesus as your Savior? Yes, I have. All right, we're going to hear about it. Okay. Hi, I'm Jillian Buck, and I'm a firm believer in Jesus Christ, and I'm here today to give my testimony. When I was 16, um, I accepted Jesus Christ into my life. Shortly after that, um, at the age of 16, I encountered a very rare medical condition. And it has still in my life today, it's still there. And it has been a very difficult um, 23 years of that. At the age of 21, when I married my husband, I was ecstatic. Things were very good in the beginning. And at the age of 24, I gave birth to our first child, Gabriella. And after she was born, she suffered uh, some medical issues where she was hospitalized for a while. And my husband and I were very scared. We were scared that we were gonna lose her and it was very fearful. But shortly after two, she had came home, um, symptoms of my medical condition started to come back. And I was starting to suffer very, very greatly. And um, I started to have a lot of pain and it was a very difficult time for me. After a while, my marriage started to, sh to really struggle at that point. But also in that time frame, I was very distant from God. Um, I stopped praying. I attended church, but physically was here, but mentally was not. Um, my hopes that my marriage would be better, it did not happen. There were many nights that I cried and many days that I just tried to talk myself out of this. and try to want to get better, and I just couldn't. And in April of 2018, I was driving my car and I came across this radio station called K-Love, and I'm just listening to these words of this music. I just started crying, and I just said, I 
can't seem to turn off this radio station and listen to these people that God has came into their lives and has changed so many things. And I knew about Celebrate Recovery at our church and I often wanted to go but felt like I never had the time to do that. And one Thursday I decided I'm going to go and they were so heartwarming and they were there for me and they were listening to me and I just had this major breakthrough that I said yes I I you know I want God back in my life I want to pray again I want to believe that you know he's there for me and that I'm a child of God and yes I want this to happen and shortly after time, I discovered that my husband was having an affair. And my whole world spiraled out of control. My worst fear was happening. And I had to, I had to have some time with God and, and say, you know, why is this happening? Like, I'm doing everything you're telling me to do to save my marriage. And I now in this hole again and I don't know where to go from here and he just basically told me to stay still just cast it to God and he is going to be in control I am not in control of this he is going to be in control of this and I often thought that you had to get baptized when you know your life was perfect and everything was perfect but I know that's not the case and whatever happens, I know that I'm so glad that God has came back into my life. And I just wanted to share a verse with you. It's Deuteronomy 31.6 that says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And I chose this verse because I don't want to live in fear and I don't want to be afraid of whatever the outcome is. And I also feel that you need to just cast and I need to cast everything to God and leave it in his hands because he's in control. And I want to thank you for letting me share my testimony today. Jillian, is it your desire to testify of your relationship to Christ by being baptized? Yes. Okay. Jillian, it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in the likeness of his death, likeness of his resurrection. <laughs> Next is a couple, Viazas, are coming. Uh, Marco's going to come first, and then Maria. Marco, have you 
received Jesus Christ as your Savior? Yes, I have. My name is Marco. Uh, I'm uh, from South America, especially from Chile. Uh, glad to be here and uh, share my story with you. So I've been a uh, Christian since I have uh, 10 years old because of my parents. And I was baptized when I was 12. Um, I feel like a lot of things have happened already uh, in between. And uh, I have the need on um, being baptized now that I am an old guy. I mean, mature guy. <laughs> For me, baptized, it's uh, a way to show my love to God, my surrender, and to leave the old man that I was to start this new life with him even if I've been Christian for so long. This is a moment that uh, I want to say to the world publicly that uh, I'm not afraid to move on on God. I'm not afraid to be Christian. Uh, I'm not afraid to share my, my experiences uh, and to give my life to God. And uh, because of that, I also want my family to be involved. Thank you. Well, Marco, as a young man, it's a delight for me to be able to baptize an old guy today. <laughs> Is it your desire to be baptized today? Yes, absolutely. All right. <laughs> Marco, it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in the likeness of his death. In the likeness of his resurrection. And Maria, have you received Jesus as your savior? Yes, I am. Okay. We're going to hear her testimony now. Hi, my name is Maria, and I'm from Chile. Okay, um, yo, ¿por qué me quiero bautizar? Eh, desde que conocí a mi marido, eh, nunca había visto una persona que tuviera tanta fe y creyera tan bien o en alguien como Dios. Y me interesó también conocer eh, el cristianismo y, y, y conocer a Dios. Él fue el que me ayudó a, a, a creer, a tener fe en Él, seguirlo y, y poder tener esta linda relación que tenemos hoy en día con, con Dios en, en nuestro matrimonio. Eh, llevamos ya tres años casados y, y es uno de los motivos que, por los cuales me quiero bautizar, es que tengamos a Dios en nuestro matrimonio eh, y poder decirle a, a la gente eh, que creemos en Él y y que es un acto totalmente personal de, de cada uno. Eso es lo más lindo de, de tener a Dios en nuestro corazón. María, ¿do you desire today to testify to Jesus by being baptized? Yes. My privilege to baptize you, Maria, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, in the likeness of his death. 
to this movement. So Ann Bryan is going to join me. So Ann, have you received Jesus Christ as your Savior? Yes, I absolutely have. All right, we're going to hear about it. <laughs> absolutely. Morning. My name is Sue Ann Bryan. My faith walk and becoming closer to Christ has been a gradual one since my early childhood. Life as a child was not easy. My father was an alcoholic, so as you can imagine, it was difficult in our life, in our family, and there was turmoil created in our family. Fortunately, I had a mother who was a Christian woman, and she set examples for me as to what it was like to depend upon the Lord in all times, even when things appear to be hopeless. She taught me that if you give God his time first every day, he will give you the time you need for all other things. Because of the situation with my father and some other things that were going on within our family at that time, I had to take on a lot of the adult responsibilities within the family. I loved going to church as a child, I found that it was fun, it was a safe place to be, and it was a calm place for me, and I loved being part of the church activities. When I was in seventh grade, I was part of the junior high youth group, and I decided to share my home situation with the youth pastor. He gave me a verse from Matthew 11, 28 and 29, and it's one that's probably very familiar to all of you. Come to me who are weary and burdened, and I will give you peace. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble at heart, and I will give your soul rest. That is a verse that I memorized at that early age and have held on to and leaned upon for all of my life, for all of my different decisions. And it's interesting that that verse has helped me through all kinds of decisions, whether it be a difficult time in my life, whether it be a job or career decision that I needed to make, whether it be during a time when everything in life just seemed to be going too well, better than could possibly be true, or when my sinful nature took over a situation and I know I needed to make a change. These verses have reminded me that Jesus takes the weight of my life upon himself and that I need to give that control to the Lord. Oftentimes, I want to control a situation, but I have found that when I give the control over to him, he will answer those prayers and do it in a way that oftentimes I don't expect. In my early 20s, I believe that I came to understand the true meaning of being born again in Christ. I was baptized as a baby, but believe that adult baptism is important for me to be able to profess my faith publicly, to share my belief with others, and to share in the life of Jesus. I was a sinner, I am a sinner, and I will always be a sinner. But I know that through God's grace, I can change those sinful ways. God's grace and unconditional love and forgiveness have been something that I have leaned on throughout my life. 
I believe that God's hand has orchestrated every moment of my life. He has shown me his purposes and explained to me how I can continue on my faith journey and how I can get to know Christ better. God has answered prayers over and over again for me throughout my life. He has directed my life. His answers are usually very different from what I expect or what I want, but his answers are always the correct ones. I have learned to listen to him and rely on him for those answers when I'm tested, and I know that I praise the Lord and give him thanksgiving that Christ is there living in my heart in order to help me in those times of temptation. There is a praise song that is very important to me, and it says, there is great power in the name of Jesus. Amen. So Anne, is your desire today to publicly testify of that relationship to Christ by being baptized? Yes. So Anne, it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in the likeness of his death, likeness of his resurrection. The other half of the marriage is Greg. Greg is going to join me now. a home run, man. This is great. Yeah. We, we did right by you today, you did, brother. You did a good thing. I don't know if this really even counts as a baptism when it's this comfortable. Uh, maybe we'll see you again next week, right? That's yeah. fine. Make sure the heater's on. <laughs> no, that's the idea. Greg, have you received Jesus as your Savior? Yes, I have. Okay. We're going to hear about it. Good morning. My name is Greg Bryan, and I'm here to give a testimony to you about being baptized for the church. As a youngster growing up, I was always uh, aware of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And my parents um, would always give us a, uh, you know, a reason to do. So I have had a chance to know that it's my, in my heart and in my soul and my mind is what I should be giving to him. Uh, when you are young uh, and you have heard it all, or you think you have, but then not, have not experienced certain situations, um, that how can you apply some of these teachings that you've heard as a little kid? Uh, one day, you have an encounter, and in that encounter, a little voice inside your head says, Hmm, how can I go through this situation? You make attempts for situations and many times they succeed or they fail. Uh, the learning curve is like a, a roller coaster of life. Um, they, it has its ups and downs. Uh, seeds are planted you know, in, into us, but it's for us to follow Christ. And little by little, I began to make those attempts to follow Christ. As I began uh, reading the scriptures, um, I found a necessity by surrounding myself with uh, many other Christians. Um, and in order to, to waylay any fears I may have had and learn from them. And I wanna thank you community groups for helping with that. As stated in 1 Peter 3, 15, 16, um, revere Christ 
as your Lord and Savior and become a firm believer in Jesus Christ. As I have grown up into um, adulthood, I see how the power of the, of the Lord has come into my life many times. My problem for so long um, was to um, know that, that He was with me and never doubt Him, but listen to that little voice inside your head that's going to give that answer to what you should be doing. I had things that were sneaking into my, into my mind. Um, I found out that when I was in 26 years old, I had a, a, a terrible nervous disease, a nerve disease that attacked my nervous system. And I just started teaching school for two years. And I couldn't understand what was this. I was falling apart right in front of my students and wasn't uh, doing well at all. And this was, this was bothering me. I blamed myself for not being with God all my life. I blamed myself for not following um, His Word and, and doing things that I shouldn't be doing. I became upset about this, but it wasn't God's fault. You know, God gives you trials and tribulations and this was a trial for me. An older gentleman, a friend of mine, who uh, told me at one time some words, he says, don't, don't be dissolved, don't be despaired you know, about what's this. Look at, look at the Psalm 55:22. Very plain, very simple. Give everything to the Lord and rejoice that He will take care of everything and He will do all for you. My prayer, therefore, is to thank Jesus you know, for being there for me, allowing me this time that I could be in front of my congregation um, to be baptized as an adult. Baptism solidifies um, that I am a follower of Christ and um, all the things that I do, I do for His namesake. Um, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I profess that to anybody. I have found also that I, I am thankful that Jesus has heightened my senses, um, that He has supported my life, um, and I am su suggested that my church family and my wife have been behind me and strong with me and have gone through all kinds of trials and tribulations. As I said a little while ago, Jesus has heightened my senses. You know, He has given me the sight to see um, what creations He has made for me to be in awe of what those are. He's given me the, the sound so I can listen to the Word and hopefully maybe give that Word to other people. Uh, he's given me the, the scent of, of um, what He has produced for us in the world and on land and sea and air, and He's giving me the touch and the taste, the taste of, of what is good and the touch of Him being in our back and to know that Jesus Christ was always our Savior and Lord. Um, I am so thankful that I am going to be baptized um, with, with my church. You're there with me in my heart, in my mind, in my soul, right? Um, and we profess that the truth be told, that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. And knowing how blessed I am is where my strength comes from. Greg, do you want to testify to Christ by being baptized today? Yes, I do. Greg, it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in the likeness of His death. In the likeness of His resurrection. Can I come up? <laughs> you did. Good, brother. All right.
may have noticed when we burst out in laughter, the reason is when Greg came up, he looked at me and he said, did I come up? <laughs> Emily Krebs is going to join me now. Emily, have you received Jesus as your Savior? Yes, I have. Okay. I'm going to hear about it. You can look right there. I'm Emily Krebs, and I've been attending FCC since 2016. I was raised in a Christian home and Christian school, but like so many others, I was baptized as an infant. Around the age of three, my family moved, and while they were trying to find a church that they were familiar with, they bumped into a Bible church, and it was at this church that pretty our family changed forever, and they realized that it wasn't by baptism that we are saved, but by the grace of God, and um, believing that He died on the cross for our sins so we could have eternal life. Around the age of five, I accepted Christ as my Savior, and while that seems young, I, it was a, I knew that it was the knowledge that Christ lived inside me, and it started in Sunday school and continued I just continued to mature. And at the time though, of course, the church wanted you to be a little bit older before you made that decision on your own. And so by the time I was able to uh, make that decision, I also became aware that I'm not a huge fan of speaking in front of people and large groups of people. And so I kept putting it off and knowing that it's not by baptism that we're saved. It does not define or that if we are or are not a Christian, I just put it off. And I have a daughter that I want to lead by example and for probably over a decade it's been on my heart and I just, just couldn't do it. And now I, I feel the Lord is just tapping on my shoulder saying it's time. It's time to put your fear behind you and step out and surrender to me. And in Acts 2.38, Peter says to them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Today I'm getting baptized as an act of obedience to proclaim that, that I am a follower of Jesus Christ in front of my church and my family. Thank you. And Emily, is it your desire to be baptized to profess your relationship to Christ? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Emily, it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in the likeness of His death. In the likeness of His death. just want to say something before our last candidate this morning. Um, you may be here, and the wonderful part of baptisms as you're, as you're sitting out there is they're all different stories. I mean, all different stories. This is how God works. I mean, we're hearing their story, but it's really the Lord's story in people's lives. Maybe you're identifying with someone's story and saying, I'd like to know Christ. I'd like to have that relationship where where Jesus is real and, and the Lord and Savior of my life. Or maybe you're out there and you're saying, you know, that's me. I've waited all these years. I know I should. 
publicly identify with the Lord through baptism and just haven't done it. Maybe God will use the testimony of these folks this morning to speak to some of you. However he speaks to you, if you would like to talk to myself or one of our other pastors, we would be happy to do that um, about how you can personally have a relationship with Christ. Uh, If you want to learn more about being baptized, we'd be glad to talk to you about that as well. Our last candidate, um, we have a new pastor on our church. He started in January. He's our youngest pastor, our newest pastor, our craziest pastor, um, uh, Jared Hacking. And Jared is going to perform the last baptism because he is baptizing his wife, Chasey. JC, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes. We're going to look at it here. Hi, my name's JC, and I'm going to share a little bit of my story with you. I was raised in a Christian home with two loving parents and an older sister in Fort Myers, Florida, and I accepted Christ when I was four years old. I remember coming home from preschool one day after learning what it meant to accept Jesus in your heart and I told my mom that, that was something that I wanted and we prayed and read a book and from that day on I considered myself a Christian. Um, it really wasn't until my junior year of high school that I found myself crying out to God. I had recently realized that I failed the standardized test going into my junior year and I was very embarrassed and I felt kind of ashamed and I was really confused about what was going on. So. I had to take an intensive reading course and retake the test over again. And then it was time to start applying for colleges and I had to take the ACT and quickly realized that that was going to be a similar struggle. So my parents decided that we should reach out to tutors to see what we could do. And the tutors actually turned us away and said that I needed to get tested for learning disabilities. So I was very confused. I remember asking like, God, why is this happening to me right now? You know, all of my friends were um, talking about what colleges they wanted to go to and I was beginning to realize that might not be a reality for me. And I got the test done and found out that I did have two learning disabilities and anxiety that were really hindering my ability to perform well on these exams. And um, we applied for extended time and I was able to get that. And then I did end up passing the test and applying for colleges. And in that time, I was finally able to um, think about what was going on. You know, it's a lot to find out about yourself at the age of 17. And I really was thinking, you know, why, how is this in God's plan? What is the purpose of all of this? And I realized that I had found that my identity wasn't in the scores that I kept receiving that were really low or the, accept- the acceptances that I was going to receive, but that my identity was always going to be rooted in Christ. And that was a huge realization after all of that. So I went into college very um, anxious to fail and nervous about school. It was not my favorite thing in the world, but I 
pursued it and was eager to see what would happen. I decided to go away for a summer serving on mission trips and pursued a couple internships with my church. A lot of the people that I was near, they were non-believers, but I took it as a missions opportunity and continued on. And then um, the summer of 2019, I was reunited with a fun-loving Christian man that is a familiar face to most of you. And um, we quickly began pursuing a God-centered relationship after that week we spent together. And honestly, he was the breath of fresh air that I needed and a huge answered prayer. Um, I wasn't really surrounded by a lot of people my age who understood my faith in Christ and we were very much on the same page and it was such a blessing. So um, after we started dating, I was coming to the end of my senior year of college and realizing I'm not really sure what I want to do, but I think I definitely want to be closer to Jared. So. I kept praying, you know, God, if I can find a job that I would honor you in, in New Jersey, please just make that clear to me. And a lot of doors were opened very quickly. I had an interview and a job offer and a place to live all in the same day. And it was such a blessing. So in the middle of COVID, I moved to New Jersey and now I'm married to that man. and. It is such a blessing to be able to serve alongside of him in his ministry here at FCC. So I knew um, God would always work this plan out for me and I really realized that I had to let go of my own. So um, I'm very excited to be getting baptized today. I was baptized as an infant, but this is the first time I've able I've been able to um, make that declaration for myself. Thank you so much for welcoming me here at FCC. Um, it's been a little under a year, but it's already feeling like home, and I'm really excited to be taking this step in my faith with all of you by my side. <laughs> JC, is it your desire to be baptized this morning? Yes, it is. I'm incredibly proud of you, and it's my joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, in the likeness of his death, the likeness of his resurrection.